right, welcome to the Highlander Rewatch Podcast, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. It's been a minute since we've gotten like a classic all right. I know it has been. I reserved them for the special bonus episode. I see. Mm. All right. All right. When every (laughs) single episode opened that way because I didn't know what to do at the top. (laughs) But you're so much wiser now. I could have just True. I could just open the show with welcome to the Highlander Rewatch podcast. And for some you reason, could. I was like, I that doesn't feel natural. I have to say <laughs> some, you know, exclamation at the top. Like, all, all right. right, all right. Yeah. I need a thing I, a thing I don't say ever out outside <laughs> of like this, I think, right? Do I say this? All right. I don't think so. No, yeah, I don't. I've never known you to say that. Yeah, that's not like a it's not like it's a thing that's I don't know, part of my character. Yeah, part of my character. character. Part of my character. <laughs> yeah. It's part well, it is part of your character. It's part of the bit you play as the host of the Highlander Rewatch that's right. podcast. This is a whole... The podcast where each and every week. That's right. <laughs> you know. This is a bit. This whole podcast was a bit. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and in fact, this this episode we've in fact fashioned a whole new facet of the highlander universe to talk about that's right in the, fo- in the form of none other than the highlander himself connor mcleod's favorite book that's right so uh as uh you may know this is a bonus episode because a couple weeks ago we interviewed author jonathan melville My- jonathan melville excuse me uh whose new book just came out which is called a kind of magic making the original highlander uh which is an awesome book uh and so make sure you check out our interview with jonathan uh, and pick up a copy uh, today. But as part of that, we were going to give away two copies of his new book. Uh, so we uh, issued a challenge to our listeners uh, to come up with what they thought Connor McLeod's favorite book would be. And the rules were, what, 250 words or less. Uh, they had two weeks to submit them. Uh, and the criteria was, how well does it fit Connor McLeod's character? And does it make us, you know, laugh or smile in some way? We wanted them to be clever and fun. Uh and so, yeah, that's that. And uh, so, yeah, this episode, we're going to be reading some of the submissions that we got, uh, and we're going to be picking a winner, and author Jonathan Melville has also picked a winner. So that's going to be really great. Uh, so stick around to the end to find out uh, if you're a winner and to hear the entries uh, from some of the listeners, because a lot of them are really fun. Uh, so that'll be good. Indeed. And, of course, if you do not win a copy of the book, fear not, you can always go online and order a copy. Uh you know, for, if you're... for some reason, I thought you were going to go tease them about it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if you don't want to copy win. the book, yeah, so, be sad. You deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I guess um, you just weren't good enough. Yeah, murp, murp. I mean, I sorry, guess that I is cut... true. Yeah, that, I mean, literally. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. By all means, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, you can, you know, go buy a copy of the book. Uh, you know, via I think we've got some links on our Facebook page. We'll put another link in the description of this episode. Uh, and the book does come out in America via Amazon, at least. Uh, in November, uh, so but if you'd like, you can. I think there's still signed copies available that you can get shipped from the UK, uh, which is really not a bad deal. It's a, you know, it's a couple no. bucks in shipping, but you get it early and you get it signed, which is pretty cool. And I think a lot of these signed copies are coming with a a pamphlet of pictures that weren't like published in the book. They're like its yep. own separate thing. Uh, and we, I think, teased one of those pictures. Uh, it might have been hard to see on the Zoom call, but uh, they're really cool, like behind the scenes photos that have like not been published before. Uh, like I know, I know we often uh, tout, you know, the Highlander official page and the Instagram page as like, ooh, those are like cool uh, photos from the archive. These are photos that are like not from that archive. These are like from people's personal collections that were like on the set and stuff. So no one's really seen these photos before. So that's pretty cool. 
It is cool. It's, it's worth every penny, especially if you're a Highlander fan. Mm. That's a very well-written book. I mean, I think this would be a good book to get, even if you weren't a Highlander fanatic. Like if you were interested in film. Yeah. Yeah. If you had like a thing for eighties movies, like that might be it. That, that might yeah. be enough of a hook for you on something yeah. like this. Another interesting but. thing, a quick aside I wanted to bring up is um, they're coming out with the new Tremors uh, DVD set and Melville does a commentary on it, which I thought was pretty cool because he also wrote a book on Tremors. Um, so look out for that from Arrow Video if you awesome. like DVDs and if you like Tremors. Are you a Tremors fan? I've seen it like one time a long time ago and I don't remember it. So I might check no. it out. <laughs> yeah. So I guess not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not a, nothing against Tremors, but All uh, right. I just I think a lot of people it. have a lot of things against Tremors. Again, mm-hmm. I don't know it too well, but it's definitely a niche product. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. Like, I'm not a huge, I don't want to use the word not a fan of Tremors. Like, I remember mm-hmm. the original one and thinking it's like, oh, this is a fun movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like much like Highlander, it is this franchise that does have its own like kind of niche group that follows it. And like, how many sequels are there to like there were tons of sequels Six? there was i remember there was a tv show i think I on think the so. sci-fi channel for a while wow. uh i don't know so it's this whole kind of universe uh that i don't know it's certainly something i'm not super familiar with uh but if you're into tremors and like all the uh the spin-offs and stuff check out uh jonathan's book as well uh, yeah it's got yeah, cool that... uh cover art on that as well i think mm-hmm. i like the uh I just called it album art. I don't know. Yeah, I like the album art. The album art on this book. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Are we uh, ready to hop into these entries? Let's, let's do uh, it. Let's do it face first. All right. Do you want me to face read the first, first one? Baby. Or Eamon, would you like to read the very first one? Yeah, I'll read the first one. Eamon, right. the honor is yours. The honor is mine. We received this on September 23rd, <laughs> 2020. That's I'm glad we're time stamping them yeah. to prove that they were validly submitted. I That's had to make right. I had to do the word counts on every single yeah, one of these. I'll do the word count too. Okay, 157 good. words. Wonderful. So if my math is correct, it is within the appropriate amount of words. It is. Oh, we could play like the catalog game. You could read it. Well, I guess Ooh. you guys have the answers. I've typed you do have I, the answers. Yeah, yeah, we, I was gonna say you answers. guys can guess how many words there were every single uh, time. Wouldn't that sounds be fun? awful. Great. Yeah, really? So oh. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Next time, okay. Greetings, rewatchers. <laughs> Normally, I would joke that because Connor likes tough deals, his favorite book must be The Art of the Deal. Oh, no. By our president, Donald J. Trump, doing a great job. Uh, but in all honesty, <laughs> I think his go to novel would be A Tale of Two Cities. Deep down, Mac would see himself in the character of Sidney Carton, a hard drinking, depressed cynic content to recede into the background, but who eventually changes identities and sacrifices everything at the guillotine for the love of a woman and a cause greater than himself. Uh, Not because he's like really into packaging and cartons. That's right. right. All right, fair. (laughs) Tough deals. Tough deals. Runner-ups include The Big Book of Breasts by Diane Hansen and anything about the sculptures of Robert Rauschenberg. Then again, right. if pressed, Connor would probably just say that his favorite book is a metallurgical history of ancient sword making by Brenda J. Wyatt. He's been cast out of his village once already, so I don't think he'd want to be in the doghouse again anytime soon. <laughs> Thanks for the show and best wishes. Very good. That was good. That, that is was good. good. 
And I should I, mention right now that uh, the names are not attached to any of these emails to keep uh, everybody's you know submission anonymous while we decide these. So uh, we're not going to be reading everyone's name while we read their email, but we're going to read them at the end. So that's right. That's right. We're not playing favorites here. Uh huh. All right. So, Eamon, what do you what, what do you think of this one? I really like it. Um, what do you think of the big breasts? I love big breasts. Oh, you mean in relation to this contest? Uh, <laughs> you still love is, them. It's, so, is Connor a, a boob man? Well, I, well, I did not know what that book was, and I Googled it. And uh, so far as I can tell, it just literally does appear to be a book of pictures of boobs. Is it a Tashin book? A what now? Tashin. Is it, that's a Tashin. publisher. T-A-S-C-H-E-N. Oh, mm. That's what I think it is. Uh, you know the publishers of like... Of boob, booby books? They're what else art, do they publish? They're an, an art, art book publisher. Oh, okay. I see. I'm going to look it up real quick. See, I made the mistake uh, of closing it out. I, I do think this is a good submission. Though. I love I, how the two I, of you are furiously looking up this book right now. Well, yeah. I did open an incognito browser for... Okay, okay. Excuse me, I'm gonna need five to ten minutes with this book. Yep. Oh, I was uh, right. It is a Tashin book. Great. <laughs> a definitive coffee table book on the topic of large breasts, breasts, comma, and exhaustively so. It has some of the earliest known photos and spans history all the way to the present. Wow. That is the Amazon book description. Interesting. <laughs> all huh. the way to the present. That's now. That is now. That is now. Current contemporary breasts. Interesting. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I will also be razzing on some of these entries just to let everybody know. Uh, all in good fun. Uh, but whoever sent this in, uh, I think they've sent, there's five book suggestions mentioned in this one email. In this one book. It's, one, it's the art of the deal. Two, a tale of two cities. Then it's the big book, uh, big book of breasts. Then anything about artist Robert Rauschenberg. Uh, and then uh, five would be the metallurgical history of ancient sword making. Fake, so. the, the fifth one would be a fake book. And the, yeah, it's a fake book. <laughs> the Robert Rauschenberg one is just any book on him. <laughs> so that could be a ton of books. So, uh-oh. Five books, two cities. What are we supposed to do with this? Yep. Ugh, I still love this one. This one's very good. No, this is fun. <laughs> it was a fun. Mm, very good. good. All right. Good job. Nice job, listener. All right, we're just going to go right around the circle. I'll read the next one. No. All right, this one says, Little Women, because he knew the author and because he liked its emphasis on family because he read it to Rachel when she was young and it was her favorite book growing up. Bet you didn't expect me to get all sentimental. Keep up the good work. Hmm. That's, that's only 48 Concise. words, and that includes them telling us to keep up the good work. Yes, you're correct. Compact. So, I like that they're straight to the point. Straight to I the know. point. No, no fluff, no extra joke about Donald Trump, no <laughs> butt joke. I detracted points for the no Trump joke. Oh, so you've detracted points for every single one except for the first yeah. one? Yep. Okay. That one got added points. <laughs> I see. So we're yep. at least getting like some criteria fleshed out here. Yeah, we didn't reveal ahead of time. This is all going to be, it's an intense point system, but we're not going to tell you what the you know parameters of that are but we're going to be giving points and taking away points a lot <laughs> we put it into the point pointatron 5000 yep. that's right all right so what do we think of this entry little women i like uh, a good choice i mean yeah. it's a good book i'm not sure absent an explanation i see the connor connection right 
I do and, and, and a bit of just made up he read it to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure she would like it. Sure, let's yeah. hope so. It's I a do, good I do like that little detail. Yeah. But, um, it's creative. I'll say that. You, you did. Say that. You did say that. Wonderful. Yeah. All right. I Kyle, like do you want to read the next one? All over it. This is entry numero three. Trace. The book I would choose for Connor to read is The Teaching of Don Juan, A Yaki Way of Knowledge by Carlos Castaneda. Why? Because in the end, there can be only Juan. Ooh. <laughs> so, this, so this appears to have been a pun. Uh, does anyone like know it. much about this book? I know nothing about this book. I had you, you know a it. lot about that breast book. Hey. Well, I threw the power of Googling. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I read the Wikipedia description and still did not feel like I got what this book was. But let's, let's take this a submission for what it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of wordplay. It's a pun-based submission. It's a pun-based submission. We'll take that into account. Mm-hmm. How good do we think this pun is if we were to rate just the pun? Because that's really what's afoot here. This is a, a 10 out of 10 pun. This is a 10 out of 10 pun? 10 out of 10 pun. 11 out of 11 pun. <laughs> wow. Okay. You you have a real convert on uh on Amen on this pun. Oh, what so the I... Yaqui are like an Indian tribe. Mm-hmm. Indigenous people of Mexico, I should say. Interesting. interesting. Very interesting. Huh. And what's this that? have to do with Don Juan? <laughs> I don't know. Or if you're reading that one poem by Lord Byron, Don Juan. Don Juin. Wait, is there a is there a poem by Byron that like relies on a mispronounced rhyme? Yeah, and I think it's on purpose. Like, oh, you know, okay, you know, like, well, that's funny. But like, if you read the rhyme scheme, it rhymes with like <laughs> an, an ending to it. That that's my right. rhyme. Four at two coming out. <laughs> that's right. Wow, love it, love it. Uh, but this one might have something in common with the next submission. Should I read this one, or do you want to take it, Keith? Uh, I think it's Amon's turn to read. I right, uh, do it, Kyle. Consistency. Yeah, we'll, we'll I'll read do, the next do, one. We'll do it with consistency because uh, this is seems to be a similar one. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book I would choose for Connor McLeod to read is a biography of the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger can sing hey, you, get off my cloud. And Christopher Lambert would respond, hey, you get off Mac cloud. <laughs> gonna, I, I love this. Yeah? I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love this more or less than there can be only one? More. More? So that one was 11 out of 11. What is this? This is a 12 out of 12. Wow, all right. Isn't that the same rate, though? Or is this like a... This like, is. A, I mean, we could uh, just do the spinal tap bit, but like, yeah. these go to eleven. This is an eleven out of, or this is a seventy-five out of eleven. I don't know, whatever. Mm. Uh, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't know. Tech, it, technically, it's not following the rules because it doesn't actually mention yeah. a book. <laughs> like, yeah, know, just like a biography in the, the Rolling Stones. Stones. Takes yeah. three seconds to Google a biography on the Rolling Stones. <laughs> And then it says, Mick Jagger can sing, hey, you get off my clap. What does that mean? <laughs> but he's there like next to Connor. Yeah. While I'm, he's I'm, reading I'm, just pict- I'm just picturing like the music video for Princes of the Universe. <laughs> like that's what they're doing, only it's Mick Jagger instead. 
Or does hey. it just mean that like it has been sung in the past by Mick Jagger? <laughs> you get off know. my cloud. Hey, you get off my cloud. <laughs> there we go. I just want a video now of McLeod coming out on stage where Mick Jagger's doing his stupid <laughs> shit. I almost knocked my microphone over. How, d- how they're dare all, you? They're all pedophiles anyway, so. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? The Rolling Stones. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what? We can, what? We, can, we can move on. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. To, oh, right. so I guess I'm my turn to read the next one. Yeah, since yeah. Kyle, since, that, that since Kyle you... stomped all over the last one there. I did what? Oh, you were like, should I read the next one? I said, Eamon should read it because it's his turn. And then you just read it. No, I said, Eamon I told said me he, to read I it. Told oh, all right. Well. Yeah, before he accused one of the most famous rock bands of all time of being pedophiles, he told me to read it. Okay. I I'm did. sorry. It's true. <laughs> just con- keeping the brand consistent. Yeah, fair enough. All right. So this one we received on September 25th, 2020. Hello there. Connor McLeod's favorite book would have to be. I like the the like enthusiasm and the mm-hmm. confidence. Of this and the certainty. It must be this. There can you be know. only this book. Sharing your immortality with the one you love and other secrets of the Egyptian by Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Well, because Heather. That's it. Thanks. That's it. Well, That's, it. That's it. There it is. 37 words. Wow. Not following Not... the rules. Okay, so we, let's talk about this real quick. So I remember when we came up with this, this contest, we did have a discussion saying, hey, should we make it really clear that like they have to be real books? And I think we landed on, no, when we say suggest a book, it is implied that a book is a real thing. Uh, so we don't need to qualify, suggest a book with, oh, it must be a real book. Uh, I'm pretty sure you did say it needs to be. I real. think I, maybe I did. Maybe I, I thought did you did it. too. Oh, okay. I, I, either way, I still think we consider this. It's This is not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> like just considering on its merits, not, not digging it at all for inventing a book, for having both a invented book and an invented reason. Uh, but... I, I kind of like the idea that, like, who did he write this book for? Yeah, right. When, when Ramirez sat down <laughs> and put pen to paper on this book, who did he envision reading it? What do you Connor. think some of the other Also, are? picturing Sean Connery writing a book is already funny. Sharing your immortality with the one you love. Could Connor also, and like, Heather read at this point? maybe like, not also like doesn't this book isn't this go against what ramirez says i mean this book is about sharing your immortality but Im- ramirez's classic line is like you must leave her like it's yeah like, it's like, like don't <laughs> share this immortality get yeah. out so it's Ooh, like a weird that's counter- a good point so i'm gonna dock 50 points for that dock Wait, 50 or was points. This, but then again maybe he wrote this in ancient egypt before he had learned his like lesson about shakiku or whatever her name was Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. I think there's a second it was, edition. It was written in hieroglyphs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... You know, something tells me that Ramirez slash Sean Connery, his hieroglyphs would be dirty. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, Do you get to decide that? Sure. Like, here's my own brand of of hieroglyphs, and they're nasty. Yes, and they're nasty. <laughs> he just draws like a wiener nasty. on the, <laughs> on 
Osiris or whatever. Yeah, yeah everything Here, just has a little pee pee. Is that offensive? <laughs> I don't know. Is like is some Egyptian person going to be mad at me? Possibly, sure. possibly, and they de- they deservedly so. Mm. Way to bring mm. it down, Eamon. Right. Yep. Also, <laughs> I will down. say also this is the second I think second entry that said uh, his favorite book will be this because of like his girlfriend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so <laughs> how how about that, listeners? Like I don't know. Well, no, this is, see, this is indifferent. I, I, I don't think this would be Heather's favorite book. Therefore, it's Connor's favorite book. No, no, I'm not saying that. It's, it's because, like, you better say that this is your favorite book because I'm your girlfriend. Well, see, I, like, I don't think this is me. Heather's favorite book. I think this is, like, you better show me you're committed. So, this is your favorite book. See, no, I thought this was because of Heather. He has an independent interest in this book. Oh. Also, okay. he's the one who has to do the sharing, you know. That's true. That's Caring true. Scaring. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, I'm next. I don't know. Do it. All right. Keith is next. Uh, so I'll keep with the uh, the theme reading when we got this. We got this on the 25th of <laughs> September. It's a popular day for submissions, baby. All right. I've oh, all, I've all sorts of thoughts on this. Um, while not his favorite book, Connor has a well-worn copy of The Last King of Scotland. He keeps it because he thought it would remind him of home and be a tale of Bonnie Prince Charlie. He was highly mistaken, and he is still trying to figure out what it has to do with Scotland at all. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out that this the contest is, what is Connor's favorite book? <laughs> and this opens with, while not his favorite book. <laughs> so this, this, this email disqualifies itself. <laughs> In 57 words, it has Which... been disqualified, but it is very funny. Uh, See, it is I, very I funny. See... I, I like this submission. <laughs> I, I it did not even occur too. to me the while not his favorite book. And I think it's a very funny image to picture Christopher Lambert like pick up this book yes. and be like, who's this black guy who's the king of Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, one of my favorite actors. <laughs> so this is very funny. Yes, this is uh, funny. I like it this. is. It is great. <laughs> very good. All right, Kyle, you are up next. I'm up next. What will I do? All right. This is another 925 one. And this one, <laughs> this one uh, clocks in at only 45 words, and it opens with the question. Connor McLeod's favorite book? Ooh. Considering that Connor has gone through so many historical periods and, he, and that he had to keep his head firmly on his neck to do so, I think the right book would be The Happy Widow, Brief History of the Guillotine, written by Antonio Castronuevo. Nuovo? Castro Nuovo. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. We got some decapitation jokes going here. Yeah. yeah. I'm into that. I can understand why it would be relevant to his interests. But and he didn't have that like French Revolution connection in that one movie. Is that end, Endgame? Or it no, is... no, that's uh, Highlander 3. Three? Oh no. Yes. It is Highlander yeah. 3. Yeah. Highlander yeah, yeah. 3. That's right. Highlander 3. The For some reason. <laughs> the, the wizard. Sur- the oh. wizard. <laughs> the wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Connor. Uh, Here's my only question about this. Why would only, you only book, have one question? Okay. Only one question. Why would a book about people getting their heads chopped off be his favorite book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't that be like his least favorite book? You might like, think. 
you like your his least favorite book or like that this is a horror novel to him yeah yeah or like this would scare him mm. to read about the only thing that could kill him that's true what also what about like the idea that this is a brief history of the guillotine i mean like he's got all day right like read that's a longer true. read a long history of the guillotine yeah it's not uh, that kind of time is that that kind of time yeah, he's, he's making deals. He's got to do tough deals and eat strange food. Fast cars, strange food, tough deals. Those deals. All right. I cannot I find phrase. this book. I've been looking for it, and I cannot locate it. Uh-oh. Is it made up? This might be a made-up book. Who's I've, Antonio I, Castronovo? Maybe I spelled it wrong. Interesting. I can I can keep hunting while oh no he is he does appear to be a real a real person hmm. uh might not write in English though that could be that could be the source of my problem. ah there you go I've I've been directed to what appears to be like an Italian Wikipedia article all right do you think we're doing a disservice uh to contest by not reading all the books as well Oh, oh you mean like this is did we have to form a book club in order to do this accurately right. is that the idea how else could we really tell if connor would have liked the book if we didn't that's read it? true mm. another flaw failures yep <laughs> uh if anybody has complaints i came up with the idea so you can email me personally <laughs> my email is um, i'm sure that'll go i'm sure that'll they'll all be highly enlightened it'll be yeah. great everyone will be thrilled with the the cavalier way we're discussing their hard work mm-hmm. i've received uh, hate mail on this podcast before so there we go won't be the last all right next one here we go received i think on... it's my turn it is all right oh it is i'm so sorry god damn it all right Son of <laughs> this is received on 9 26 2020 it's 26 words the biography of Queen Elizabeth II, because it is the book that his adoptive mother always read to him before tucking him in as a child. Why? Right, let's Why figure that. Let's unpack this one. Uh, so first of all, <laughs> first of all, Queen Elizabeth is, is that a book? Is that did she have a biography out? In I'm uh, sure. She- no, Queen Elizabeth is still alive. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, whoever wrote this in. I don't have your name in front of me. Uh, but no, he wasn't a child. Uh, queen Elizabeth is the current Queen of England. Uh, queen Elizabeth II. Queen Elizabeth II? Yes. Uh, so no, his mother, who probably was illiterate, did not read a biography of... <laughs> also, why would... Even if it was about a Queen of England, why would they be reading a book about the Queen of England? They don't like England. This is also true. There's a lot of layers here. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Also, what year is he supposed to be uh, a yeah, child? I, like in the 1400s. Right. Okay. Or so 50, whatever it is. Well, so. like if it, it matters, because if it's 1492, I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth I wasn't even born until like 1533. So there might not... There couldn't be a biography of her of her. She didn't exist. That's she's alive right now. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the first, dude. But this is about the second. I get. I, I understand that. I'm saying it could be a typo. Oh, well, you didn't like say this, that. This could mean Queen Elizabeth the first. 
All right. So it would be it like a relevant historical figure around this period. Well, let's see when Queen Elizabeth I was. This is insane. I think we need to move but, on to the next email. Born right. September 7th, 1533. So like <laughs> Connor, Connor and Queen Elizabeth I are like this almost the same age. Connor's older. His yeah. first death is in 1536. So no, there, there would not be any biographies of Queen Elizabeth for him to consume. Even if this meant numero uno. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Next one. I guess this, this is, is me Keith. reading. All this right. Is Keith. This is Keith. This is from September 27th, everyone. Uh, Shit. It's better late than never. This okay. isn't actually late. It's just later than 925. This is true. Um, I think perhaps Connor is alive in the 21st century and decides he is looking for entertainment, so he decides to see the new pop musical Six. He also likes it so much that he purchases a book titled Don't Lose Your Head by Margaret Marsden. The book is a perfect survival guide for those obsessed with the musical, and I think Connor will be after seeing it in the theater. The book tells the tales of the wives of Henry VIII, as told by Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, and the rest of the wives. This is a witty book filled with sarcasm, friendly charm, 16th century hard-learned lessons that these women found out living with the men of the time period and dealing with the Tudor traditions. Uh, the book what about, is filled- What if you live in like a, like a single family home with only one door? Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> the book is filled with historical trivia, which I think Connor would have fun with. Uh, he would have a lot of fun with it. Um, the book has life advice for dating and marrying 21st century women and dealing with the feminism of today's women. Certainly, Connor mm. would need to know all about that. Uh, I think this is, would be perfect for him, and he would be drawn to the title, of course. There we mm. go. All right, I'm supporting this. This is a yeah. good one. Have, a has good anyone one. heard this musical? I've heard, I like, little snippets. Not. Oh, you've heard I, snippets. You're, Just, you're snippets ahead of the rest of us. It's fun. true. Who who did it? I don't know. Who did know. the musical? Who is it? A who done it? It is a who done it. It's also a who done it. <laughs> I who think we it? know who done it. Who done it was Henry the Eighth. <laughs> That's but, true. But yes, this was a great one, and I liked the explanation for why it links in in a few different ways. This is uh, this gets thumbs up from me. Yeah, T- Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. They're the playwrights, the composers, and the lyricists. Mm. Does, does the internet say what else they've uh, written? Is this maybe a, their first big production? Mm, I don't think see. this has come here yet. I'm not sure, though, if it's come to America. Yeah, it seems like it's their first major thingamadoodle. Wow, cool. This was good. I like the context yeah. given that he might go to a play and like a play, although I don't know. He's also a guy that goes to wrestling matches. Wrestling, uh, yeah. Maybe he just likes the, the-, the theatrics of it all. That could be it. He's like, God, oh, this reminds me of an old school opera with yep. the performances and the costumes. Just in it for the spectacle of it. That's the whole gym jam. <laughs> are we ready for the next uh, entry? Tough deals. All right. This next entry at the uh, the submitter's request will not be considered for uh, victory. So this was just for fun, as it were. Uh, and this one actually took the... Uh, unusual task uh, approach of being written in the first person so this is as though connor is telling us his favorite book uh 
any avid reader will tell you, or should I read it like Nash? Any avid reader uh, will tell you. Do it. Well, the reason it's not being considered for award is because uh, this was written by Christopher Lambert. He sent this in. Oh, he sent this in himself? <laughs> yes. Okay, that explains it. Uh, they will tell you they have a different book depending on where they are on life's journey. I have many, but the story behind this story is a good one. I'd like to pause for a second and posit that the the writer of this story stopped for a moment to tell us that the story they're about to tell us is good. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh, so Oscar Wilde and I crossed paths in the Whitechapel pub, 10 Bells. The author? The author, the one and only. Mm. In 1888, we found that we were repulsed but fascinated by the murderer dubbed Jack the Ripper. We both drank one stout too many and under the guise of a play idea, uh, play idea while both inebriated and sullen, I told him bits of my life story. The fucker turned it into the novel, The Picture of Dorian Gray. Naturally, there are modifications, but many of my direct quotes are included. It has to be a favorite book since I am, uh, since it has to be a favorite book since I'm sort of a co-author. Uh, <laughs> but I am assuming you are familiar with the tale. Just like me, Dorian never ages. If interested, a signed first edition is available for sale at Nash Antiques for 35,000 US dollars. Uh, there we go. I am I am Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. I was born in 1518 in the village of Glenfinnan on the shores of Loch Shiel, and I am immortal. Hey yo. And then she and then the uh, the writer also provided to us in Scottish, which I would attempt to read, but I would blow it. Yes, this is very fun to read. Uh, it's all it's exactly like it is uh, above, but uh, I don't know how to describe it. The phonetics are different in the way the words are spelled, so you would be forced to say it with a Scottish accent, which is funny. Yes, it is uh, This is I, very good. This is very I like good. this. Very clever. Yes, and good connection on uh, picture of Dorian Gray. Though, potentially, does that mean that Oscar Wilde thought Connor was an asshole? I mean, we sometimes think Connor's an asshole. So, I, yeah, I just mean like the titular Dorian Gray, not a good guy. Mm. In fact, rather bad. I like that. Uh, also, in this uh, email that. Uh, Connor sent us that he tries to like sell his book at the end. He's like, also, it's available right now. Buy it. Connor never misses a tough deal. That's right. He's got to make them, man. <laughs> these, are these are tough deals. If he thinks selling a $35,000 book over a, you know, niche podcast on the internet is going to, you know, really pan out. But <laughs> Tough deals. But that is a good one. Sadly, at the author's request, not up for consideration, but it, I think it would be in the running were it not. Mm. Agreed, but we mm. have to honor their requests. We must. We are bound, must. duty bound, honor Amen. bound. Mm. All right, Eamon, you're up next. Okay, this was <laughs> sent on September 29th. It's 128 words. My choice for Connor McLeod's favorite book would be Les Miserables by Victor Hugo. As we know from the Highlander 3 flashback, Connor was in France around the time the novel was set. And he would have majorly identified with the book's romantic themes and their protagonist, Jean Valjean. Valjean was mm. pursued throughout his life by his nemesis, Javert, which is similar to how Connor is pursued by the likes of the Kurgan and Jacob Kell. And we can all agree that those villains are equally sympathetic to the mm -hmm. character of Javert, right? Mm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, I, no distinction. <laughs> None mm -hmm. could be drawn. Additionally, Connor would have related to the adoptive relationship 
Valjean has with Cosette, which is similar to the relationship he has with Rachel. And Connor, the scene where Valjean takes yeah. down those Nazis is is fucking sick. Yeah, with the yep. with the machine gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Valjean really was a badass. Yeah. Uh, Connor would love the sentimentality of the story and the somber tone with just a hint of dark humor. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. Well, thank you, contest entrant. <laughs> <laughs> I like this that one. Great. That was good. I really like this good. one. I like uh, that they really explained their reasoning. Yes. It is a well-reasoned selection on a real book. So these are two... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; those are two big pluses in its uh, its column. Yeah, and Eamon hit us with that word count, baby. One hundred and twenty-eight words. Look at this, following the rules and everything. I love it. Mm, yeah, nice. I love I that word count. Yep. I, I don't know if we uh, want to go slightly out of order, but there is in fact a second Les Mis entrance. Sure, Let's I can do it. I can read that one next. <clears throat> do it. All right. Connor McLeod's favorite book would be Les Miserables by Victor Hugo. McLeod's personal history would tie in intimately with the novel, most notably because of his connection to the Napoleonic Wars and his own personal experiences. Connor is rejected by society for being immortal and must learn to remake himself through the guidance of Ramirez. In much the same way, Valjean is ostracized by society for being a criminal who is only trying to survive, and he must remake himself with the guidance of Bishop Morel. How do you say his name? Is it Morel? Not sure. Isn't that a mushroom? Yeah, mm. that's it. Mm, with some peas and cream sauce. Love it. Ooh, uh, in I the like same that. way, both men want to be left alone but cannot uh, help their better nature to help people. This is good. The eternal yeah. struggle of being uh, hunted and searching for the prize could easily be represented by Javert's eternal struggle to hunt down Valjean. Even the simplest things take such, uh, even the simplest things such as taking in an orphan would speak to Connor's life. Valjean takes in Cosette much in the same way Connor takes in Rachel. How can McLeod not love Les Mis? In it, uh, it insists upon itself uh, and is a slog to read. Connor would love sulking in his room, pondering all the moral, legal, <laughs> religious questions involved in the book. Finally, the book itself is represented. Represent. Oh boy. Finally, the book itself is representative of the franchise. Hugo went back 30 years after writing it and shoved in 19 chapters about the Battle of Waterloo that's tangentially connected to the novel. In the same way, every Highlander movie retcons every other Highlander movie and are tangen uh, tangentially connected. There we go. That's pretty Tangentially. Yeah, sure. Tangentially. <laughs> Keith fails at reading. So we've got like a lame is showdown here. Yeah. Between uh, between these two submissions. I don't know. They, they actually do echo some of the same points, which I think mm -hmm. speaks to the, the strength of the, the book choice at the heart of both. Yeah, this is good. Uh, I like this connection. I, I don't know if I've ever kind of drawn a parallel myself to Les Mis and uh, Highlander, but like I think these parallels are interesting i guess uh like, at least some of the, like the i mean i'm not saying that like gregory wyden based his story on uh les mis or anything but like some of these character archetypes seem, do seem to be kind of similar uh or some at least <laughs> themes that are brought up in both stories so mm -hmm. pretty good Agreed. like they both have and you know the main characters both having a secret that keeps them on the move and oh and know. they both have that those like fucking lecherous uh hotel uh workers right that's mm -hmm. true that's true it's I one for one comparison top to bottom yep oh i wish that guy got a song in highlander though <laughs> oh. master of the house 
Master <laughs> yeah. of the house. It's all just about candy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're going back. Uh, Juan Kyle, want to read the uh, the next one there? Sure, and I suspect, but do not know that this is another pun-based submission. I thought it would be blade intently <laughs> obvious. I'm sure. Th- I think that's supposed to be blatantly, but it's blatantly. <laughs> Like uh, obvious that Connor's favorite book would be, but I would ma- like to make the point that he would enjoy reminiscing while reading Blade of the Cl- McClouds by Carolyn Marsh. This hard Highland muscles, uh, his hard Highland muscles rippling while turning page after page, reliving old adventures, thrusting his sword at conquests, using techniques o- honed over the centuries in pursuit of the prize. That's a that's a joke, right? Uh-oh. I think so. I hope so. That's why I The thrusting is sort of conquest. That's just like, yeah. Anyway, blame anyway. the clouds. Word count. It should have you. Oh, it's too really, bad. Yeah, you really should have added four more words <laughs> so that the word count could have been sixty-nine. But you clock uh, in at a, a tight sixty-five. All right. Uh, I have so many thoughts on this. Do you guys have thoughts? Yeah. Go uh, for it. It's Duncan, not. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> That's true. This is not a book about Connor. It's a book about Duncan. So it makes well, me I think. think the, I think the author knows this. But do you think just Connor likes to be like, oh yeah, Duncan's <laughs> fucking macking it today? <laughs> like he gets off like reading about his cousin's sexual exploits. Exploits. Ooh, ooh. That's there's a dark layer to this. Uh, also, uh, I would like to point out uh, a second thing uh, in insofar as how this did not follow the rules. Uh, this book, this this entry never gave us a suggestion. Uh, it starts off by making a pun, saying it will be blatantly obvious what his book would be, but then it continues. But I just like to make note that he might like this other book. What's the <laughs> What's the one that's blatantly obvious? It's this one. No, it isn't. No, it is. Well, I mean, clearly in context, that is what they meant. I that it's this one. I don't know. It's so like, I but I would like obvious. to make the point that he would enjoy this other book. I think that like I think the comma and the butt is just making a, a little you know sidestep. I, th- I I think the lawyered. I think the comma and the butt indicate that it would it should be obvious. But here I'm going to tell make this point about it anyway. Okay. Mm. That's the that's the role of the comma butt. Comma butt is this is to to despite the pun of blatantly obvious, mm. you are still gonna get some new hard-hitting points about how, like, I don't know, Connor J.O.'s to his cousin's, <laughs> like, conquests. What do those letters stand for? I couldn't begin to tell. Blatantly is pretty good, though. But it <laughs> blatantly. Is very good. We yes. can all agree that blatantly I is like great. Blatantly. And I actually do like this choice because, like, it's kind of a best of both worlds because we have people making up books. But this one chose a universe-specific made-up book. I do appreciate that. That's clever. There is there is intelligence at the heart of this. The submission is kind of funny. I like this one. This one gets thumbs up from me. All right. I like. <laughs> there it is. Borat 2 coming out. Borat 2. On that. Get your tickets. Amazon oh, Prime, baby. Up. Oh, good. Borat 2. Let's do an ad for Borat 2 uh, in the middle that book, of... That movie was made during the Bush administration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah, it's it's way older than uh, you'd think it was, I think. Here's a question. Will there be a Borat 2? 
What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great. On Google. Mm. I'm looking this up. I can't believe we're uh, looking this up. I told you to look it up. I'm sorry, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, who's up now to read I this think next it's me. It's also Eamon. So we're really, yeah. really clogging this the show up here. Clogging it up. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. This was submitted on October 5th, 2020. Oh, we're getting into spooky season. <laughs> That's is that what we call October now? Ooh, yep. I got my on October 1st, I went to Starbucks and got my pumpkin spice latte. How was it? I didn't. Uh, okay. it was great. I loved it. Uh <laughs> this is 202 words. So within the appropriate amount. Mm-hmm. When Connor McLeod decides he wants to curl up with a good book, he has several go-to choices. He's very keen on romance novels, believe it or not. One book in particular has tended to be his most consistent choice over the centuries. Don Quixote. Hey, yo. Two reasons. One, sometimes he just wants to chuckle, and it's one of the funniest books ever. Were it a movie instead of a book, it would have a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Just to pause for a second, I'm pretty sure there are several movies of this book. There are. And I like just positing, like, this book is so good. If they made a movie, it would also be good. And you know how many movies they make that are fucking terrible? That are based on very good That are based on good, yeah. Sorry. Which one, like, I don't know. Is this supposed to be the Peter O'Toole musical version? (laughs) Ah, Man of La Mancha. I hope so. Anyway. So I just uh, looked up. Don Quixote movie. The first one that comes up is The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, directed by Terry Gilliam. 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Oh, no. Did you look up, did you find Donkey Zote? No. Which appears to be an animated children's film about (laughs) Don Quixote's donkey. Wow. Oh, I see it. 2007. Yeah. Do you think the the donkey has the same quest? Uh, or is does he have his own separate like story? I'm so curious. Uh, if you, you got to respect the independent vision of this donkey, he's more than just <laughs> a tool. For, well, that's what for I'm fascinated ab- about. Like, if it's just a, a retelling of the story, or like a whole new, you know, the Quixote verse or whatever. This movie looks hideous, and the donkey is a ripoff of the Shrek donkey. Yeah, that's totally what it is. <laughs> like, it looks See, like they such... just copied the Shrek donkey and like made it white so it's racist also (laughs) the film begins with the narration of the story is told by cervantes but the narrator is quickly interrupted by the donkey ruscio who insists on telling the true story of the adventure oh story yeah don quixote was not crazy but in fact an intelligent and passionate person and ruscio's retelling of his adventure with don quixote and his squire sancho panza we learn that ruscio wishes he were quixote's horse and that the horse Rosanante hates leaving the stable. Uh, as it develops, so-and-so is a difficult time between choosing between the knight and his wealthy sidekick. The rivalry between Quixote and Sancho Panza leads the two on a journey across Spain as they both vie for the beautiful woman's affections? To defend his honor among the imposters, the real Jesus. Quixote must duel and win against the Knight of the Moon in order to learn the true identity of Dulcinea. This is dizzying. Yeah, yeah this is for children, That's the end of the right? description. That's what? it. It's over. All right. Wow. It had a oh. budget of 13 million euros. And it it's only a lot of bought, money. 
and it had a box office of 12 million euros. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a shame. Wow, very good. Uh, most of the critics' articles would include the term knee slapper, even those who have never used that term before, which is most. <laughs> this the has second, even got I, like fan written critiques yeah. in it. Yep. I love it. I'm into this. <laughs> this is all world. I like this. We that whole tangent. We are not even fifty percent through the actual contest entry no. yet. <laughs> nope. Hit that second reason, baby. The second reason being Connor was actually good friends with Cervantes. This is Cervezas. <laughs> He's a good friend with beer. Yeah, isn't that a beer? Uh, Cervezas just means beer. Yeah. All right. He's good friends with beer, and the Maybe book this, would have a different person wrote it. So yeah. The alternate, this Highlander 2 timeline or something. Ooh. And the book would have never seen the light of day without him. Cervantes carried the manuscript around with him everywhere and jotted down paragraphs as they came to him. Connor knew this was an awful idea since there was just one copy. Lo and behold, Cervantes, who couldn't swim, got kicked by a mule directly into a river. Not only did Connor save him, he grabbed the parchment before the ink bled too much. Okay. Reading Don Quixote is nostalgic, funny, and therapeutic after a stressful decade or two. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love this. So, do we think the donkey, the donkey that kicks Cervantes, is that Donkey Zote? I think so. <laughs> it has to be. Love it. Wow, this is this a is, whole. This is a whole not, thing. I am <laughs> so into the universe. I am. I am looking at the the portrait painted by this. Uh, this submission and I want more. This is great. I am into this. Wow. I'm like, right, cool. uh -oh. go for it, Eamon. What do you got? What are you thinking? Good stuff. This is good content. <laughs> yeah, Eamon, just... Eamon, the show is the show is on right now. It's your what line, is... bro. <laughs> so are they are they friends because he saved the the parchment? No, I think they're, they're friends, and they're then friends. he saved the parchment. And then he saved the parchment. Okay, got it. That knee-slapping parchment mm. or movie. There's so many layers to this. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, this is so good. This is chef's kiss. Oh, okay, oh, I'll read the next one. Do it. Uh, Connor's favorite book can only be that, colon, A Metallurgical History of Ancient Sword Making by Brenda Wyatt. For obvious reasons, it's the only system Connor has found for approaching women after centuries. Is to find a book that they wrote and creepily <laughs> tell them about it. Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just like the the joke that uh, that's how he like gets women or whatever. Like... <laughs> it's through metallurgical histories yeah, of sword making. Yeah, just to find a book or something. Like, be a real creeper. What do you think the MSRP is on this bad boy? Oh, on that book, mm -hmm. like twenty four ninety nine probably on a hardback. Do you think mm -hmm. so? Well, like that's MSRP. It's probably in like the bargain bin somewhere. It's either in the bargain bin somewhere. Oh, this is a rare bin, baby. Or it's like some small run of a university press that like that's it's actually right. hard to find. Hell and then yeah, maybe it's a little expensive. But I don't think those kind of things have MSRPs. Mm. That's mm. a good point. Wow, it often wow. is. We didn't ask people to submit that for as part of this. Maybe next book contest we can just tell, tell the MS. They have to. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
And make sure you include the manufacturer's suggested retail price for every submission. Yep. It's mm -hmm. very important. And that will be factored into the judging. That's right. Yeah. Did you price the book accordingly? Yeah. Did you price it appropriately? <laughs> it's not like a, the highest price wins or anything. It's got to right, be no, like, no. is this the right price for this book? Right. And this, this is not book... a fourth run paperback. Yeah. No, no, no. No, sorry. In this, in this, in this publishing uh, marketplace, I don't, I don't think this price makes sense. That's right. Do you think uh, this book ever wants a paperback? Probably no. not, right? Oh, did, yeah, didn't move I'm enough sure copies. No. Well, Connor probably bought like seventy-five. That's right. And how is it me? Am I up? Uh, yes, it is you. Yes, it is so. you. <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> Hello, submission writer. Uh, my thoughts on Connor's favorite book or soon to be favorite book. Uh, it's his favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> why does everyone have to like, uh, why can't, I'm sorry, I'm ragging on these ever. I really appreciate everyone writing these in, but it's kind of fun to like, the, the question is what is Connor's favorite book? Why complicate it with this is soon to be, just say it's his favorite book. It's a fantasy of your own design. It can be anything. Anyway, sorry, go on, Kyle. All right. So, favorite book or soon to be favorite book? Breeze Avenue by Richard Grossman, a three million page, one billion word experimental book installed on a remote mountain in Kaha, Hawaii. Because let's be honest, he would have the time to become the only person to complete it. <laughs> uh, thanks to the podcast, I'm about to retire to bed and watch the extras on my recently purchased 30th anniversary Highlander DVD. Oh, yes. Even after the, all these years, I don't why, get why they cast the greatest living Scotman in a film set in Scotland as someone hailing from Spain. Smiley face. So, That's yes, fair. Breeze Avenue by Richard <laughs> Gossman. Oh, it's actually, I don't think it's Gossman, it's Grossman. I think the uh, there's a typo there. Oh, well, how about that? Yeah, well, how about that? <laughs> Uh, I thought this one's kind of funny just uh, in terms of like, this is a thing only an immortal could read. I think that's uh, that's very clever. Yes. It is. Three and also million does pages. It also does explain the soon to be favorite thing, which I ragged on. Uh, yes, it does. So Keith, but, maybe that was a premature ragging. Maybe this person had thought it through and just I was know. acknowledging the inordinate length of time. I get it, man. It the book take. only came out like a year or two, uh, two years ago or whenever it was. So this is like a real book. Is Connor even still live at this point? <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah, I like uh, that one. That's a spicy meatball. I think. Yeah, it's, I, don't even I think, think it's there's four thousand. Yeah, maybe not. I think it's supposed to be. I think they're going to print five copies of it, mm -hmm. and each one is four thousand volumes, each seven hundred and fifty pages. Ugh. Oh God. <laughs> yes. Oh Jesus. God. And so nobody's the... gonna buy it. How how many volumes? I think it's four thousand with seven hundred and fifty pages each. In each, I think they're doing five copies of the book. I mean, it's like an art piece. I mean, it's not like a book for people to read. It's, this isn't like for your next book club consumption. Yeah. No. All right. This month we're reading <laughs> <laughs> Breeze Avenue. All right. Uh, is it Eamon or Keith? It is. A, who just read this? I just read that. Oh, then it's Eamon. It's me. All right, and this is actually the last one, so make it count. That's right. It's 113 words. It was submitted on the 5th of October. Remember, remember the 5th of October. 
<laughs> That's how that goes. Yeah. I've been giving this a lot of thought since reading about the contest. And all I can decide is that Connor would have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of buy this so far. I'm already yeah. on board. Yeah. And if he read something good, he would tell everybody about it. <laughs> but talking to him, you would realize he completely missed the point. Highlander the novelization seems too hackneyed and obvious. So I'm just going to go with Dildo K by Nelson Hayes. <laughs> just because the title would make him chuckle to himself. It's supposedly awful to boot. So that's my entry. I'll do better next time. <laughs> I look forward to buying this book. Buying is in uh, asterisks. I did quotes, but it's asterisks. Does that mean he's actually going to buy it? Well, to according clear, to... I mean, Jonathan Melville's book. Thanks. Have a lovely day. <laughs> well, at least according to publishersweekly.com, uh, Dildo <laughs> K is the worst book ever. According to Google.com, did you mean dildo gay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, fascinating. That's that's good. Did you mean dildo gay? <laughs> dildo K is a book written by Nelson Hayes in 1940 and published in, published by Houghton Mifflin. Mm. Uh, the the book of this cover, I, the, I don't know the the cover looks pretty normal uh it's a flamingo well, God, you can't judge a book by its cover though it's really true ainsworth do not marry for love ainsworths do not marry for love they choose their women to carry on a line thoroughbreds who can endure the loneliness and internal winds of ainsworth island colon dildo k this speck in the atlantic lies 600 miles southeast of great bahama here ainsworths have lived for 11 generations uh, the one, the one white family among two hundred blacks. That Yikes. is quote. <laughs> Young Adrian Ainsworth has followed the family tradition in selecting his wife Mary. Then Carol arrives with her father, hired to revive the salt industry on which the livelihood of the Ainsworths and the blacks depend. Carol is a glittering and sophisticated creature caught in a strange situation. Adrian's deep growing desire for Carol and the tension between her arrogant father and the Blacks mount to an electric climax. Without sentimentality, but with powerful honesty, the author paints a consuming passion against romantic and exotic background. Wow. Yikes. Wow, wow, wow. Build okay. <laughs> What according so, to one uh, one uh, review, yet yeah, Dildo K is bad in a way that surpasses its title. <laughs> anyway, I, I do like this uh, this suggestion a lot. I I do also very much agree that Connor would have maybe bad taste. Which yes, is, I'm into that. Which is such a weird thing to think about. Like the movie doesn't. It's obviously us that's bringing it to the table. Like the movie presents Connor. I think it's supposed to be a mysterious, sophisticated guy. Like the, the alcohol he drinks, he surrounds himself by art. But somehow we think, and obviously our listeners think as well, that he is like a schlubby guy who has no taste in anything. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's the tennis it's The way shoes, he baby. dresses. I think yeah. it's the fact that he's like so schlubby. He doesn't seem like he gives a shit about anything. Mm -hmm. Like he never says anything that makes you think like, oh man, this guy has like, 
like really sophisticated tastes in anything other than the fact that he's supposed to be like an antiques dealer right uh i don't know for some reason as soon as he said he has bad taste i was like yes (laughs) absolutely yeah if i click on did you mean dildo gay the first um (laughs) thing that pops up is boysshop.com the best dildos for gay men okay now you know are are they are they a sponsor now i hope so you can ask (laughs) yeah uh wow all right well that was quite the trip we just went down Thank you all for your imaginative and fun submissions. That's right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break right now and we're going to talk about uh, the submissions and our favorites. And we're going to come back and share with you our winner and Jonathan's winner as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, rewatchers, we are back. We have, uh, you know, went into lengthy deliberations. We were away for hours and hours. There was yelling. Eamon cried a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's, it was an ugly, it was an ugly time, but we are back now. Mm -hmm. 12 angry men scenario. Yep. And how. And each of us had to bring the strength of four to that. That's right. Really. That really. Make the math work. I don't know. Yeah. Very good. But, uh, so we've made some decisions. Uh, so we're ready to announce the winners. Uh, but first, Kyle, you're going to announce uh, an honorable mention. Uh, this is an, yeah, good. No, go, go, go. Yeah, this is our honorable mention. Unfortunately, uh, this this author does not win anything, but you you get our respect, so we thought you should be called out. It's almost <laughs> like you won the catalog game. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which counts for so little on the regular show, yeah. like it does here. There you go. Yep. So this one goes out to Josh B. We loved your submission about the last King of Scotland. Uh, it was short. It was to the point. It was explained. It was a little bit funny. Uh, and we were even willing to look past the fact that you even uh, opened by saying it wasn't his favorite book. We decided <laughs> that that just added color. You, uh, you did very well, Josh. Thank you so much for your submission. It brightened our day just a little bit. Yep. Just a little bit. Very okay, good. that's that's you showing Josh's prize. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely nothing. It's either a little bit of nothing <laughs> or, or a lot of nothing. A whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, which this is a whole bunch of nothing. I feel like when what you're giving is nothing, you should be on a cosmic scale. You can do right. that too. We can all do it. This is yeah. all you won. All this nothing. But <laughs> thank you. It was very funny. It was. And we'll Far give it. you a hug if we ever run into you and COVID-19 isn't a thing. There we go. <laughs> it's a lot of ifs here, but <laughs> ooh, but does that mean we're ready to announce our pick as the winner? We are ready. So again, we are giving away two copies of this book. We are going to be announcing a winner, and uh, author Jonathan Melville is about to announce his as well. Uh, so thanks everybody for writing in. Uh, but our winner is Jack F, and he bum, was bum, 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 bum. he was the uh, second submission we read about Les Mis, uh, and so he really got into you know the uh, the psychology of Valjean and Javert, uh, and also had some funny stuff in there at the end uh, when he mentioned that you know Victor Hugo went in after the fact and added 19 whole chapters to an already extremely lengthy uh, and detailed book uh, all about the Battle of Waterloo and how that's just like. The Highlander canon, just jamming stuff in there. It doesn't matter. We'll get it to fit. We yep. jamming. We jamming. That's right. We jamming. Jamming. 
Wow, this I'm getting like a little Boston Commons flashback right here. That's right. <laughs> about this whole thing. Very uh, good. Uh, so congrats, uh, Jack F, uh, on winning. Congratulations. Uh, we'll be in con- yes, uh, we'll be in contact with you soon. We'll send you an email and uh, you know set up all the stuff to get make sure you get this book uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, which would be great. So thanks again for you know taking the time to submit, and thanks everybody uh, for submitting. But are you guys ready to hear the other winner? Ooh. Yes, this is one not even read before. So uh, no, we've not the, read the this. Author- Mr. Melville himself will read it to you and uh, dub it his winner. That's right. All right. So take it away, Jonathan. Morning, watchers. How are you doing? It's Jonathan here, author of A Kind of Magic, making the original Highlander, which of course we spoke about recently. I'm recording this in my kitchen here in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, and you sent me a list of the people that, that uh, replied to your competition, uh, where you asked about what would Connor McLeod be, what would he take from his shelf, what book? So you sent me a list of the answers, and there were some amazing ones in there. In fact, all of them were great. And I feel really bad that we can only uh, award two in the end. Uh, the one I chose um, is actually probably quite an obvious one, and I feel a bit guilty about that. But actually, I think it's a really apt one, which is why I chose it. So. I'm going to read the whole thing out. It's actually a bit of a long, longish response, but it's but it's great. Um, I don't have the name of the winner here. I guess it was left anonymous, which is fine. But I'll just read it out. So the person who sent it, I'm sure, will know pretty soon who they are. So they emailed and they said, "Good evening, rewatchers. I submit to you that the book Connor McLeod would pull from the shelf would not be a novel, but a collection of poetry, specifically written by Robert Burns." the National Poet of Scotland, Burns wrote many a poem about his, this fine land, and I think that Connor would enjoy reading the works and reminiscing of days gone by. Specifically, a verse from My Hearts in the Highlands from 1789 would put a smile on his face. And uh, the poem is before, is, is below, sorry. It says, My heart's in the Highlands, my heart is not here. My heart's in the Highlands are chasing the deer. Chasing the wild deer and following the roe, my heart's in the highlands, wherever I go. Notice, if you will, the distinct similarity of this verse to his early life with Heather and his run along the beach with Ramirez. It's almost as if this poem could have been an inspiration for that scene, but there is no real way to know. Though, in their universe, could Connor have been an inspiration for the poem in some random way? Who knows? Good luck to everyone participating in this contest. Well you've actually won this contest. So congratulations. Um, yeah, just a really nice response there. And I really, I like the idea that um, Connor would inspire Robert Burns or Rabbi Burns, as, as we tend to call him locally, uh, that he would have inspired him. And of course, Connor may have met up with Rabbi and shared a, a, a beer or, or, or something else uh, in... Um, in Scotland. So anyway, yes, I'll stop talking. But congratulations, and um, I will get a book sent out to you in the next few days. Cheers. Yeah, that was awesome. And honestly, I think it honestly uh, added a little having a uh, Scotsman actually read that entry and read the associated poem. That uh, that gave it a little extra kick. 
Absolutely. And so uh, the list that uh, Jonathan had gotten with all the entries did not include names. Uh, so he did not know the name of the winner. Uh, but that is Roy M is the uh, the grand winner of the contest uh, chosen by Roy. author Jonathan Melville himself. Nice work, Roy. No, but it is himself. Yeah, it's a very good entry. Uh, it is. I love the the poem's beautiful on its own and is, is like weirdly connected to Highlander, which is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it fits in its way. Uh, that's, I also, uh, that's a that's a real delight. Yeah, I also like even the way he ends it. Uh, who knows? Which is a, a little quote from the movie, right? I mean, who knows, Highlander. That's right. Who knows? So very good. Uh, good so, stuff. <laughs> so congratulations, uh, Roy. And we're going to be working with Jonathan. We're going to get you the uh, the book uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so yeah. we'll coordinate uh, via email for all that stuff. Um, so yeah, thanks again, everybody, for you know doing this contest. Hopefully we'll do some more contests in the future. I know it's been a while since we've done one, uh, but this one went pretty well, I think. Uh, it was yeah. pretty smooth. So thanks, good. everybody, for your submissions. We it's we poke a lot of fun, but uh, they were all great. And no, yeah, we read. It, it comes from a place of love. We appreciate That's you right. engaging with us and uh, sending us these fun things, even though you probably knew when you sent them in. You listen to this show. You know we're yeah. going to, like, bust your stones a little bit. But right. we still really appreciate it. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I will point out that uh, this time, uh, I don't think anybody went over the word limit, which I was very happy That's about. Yes. Yeah, when we did that last contest, a lot of people did, right? Yeah, <laughs> is, it was just like the rules didn't exist. It's like, what? <laughs> there must be rules <laughs> that's right uh so we want to thank uh, since we didn't read people's names associated with their emails uh um i'd like to read everyone that submitted uh you know their names uh to thank them so we want to thank uh clinton r jim s uh shane h jerry h uh um andrea m amy w sherry v dot g andrew p doug p uh keith from at kb art uh, Anna L, Darren C, and Robin P. And uh, we want to especially thank our honorable mention for funniest email, uh, which went to Josh B, uh, our winner, Jack F, and the grand winner, uh, as chosen by author Jonathan Melville, went to Roy M. Uh, so again, thanks everybody for submitting these. And we're going to be back soon uh, next week with another season six episode, which will be 6-9, Deadly Exposure. So that'll Ooh, be fun. 69. That's and thank right. you, Jonathan Melville, for helping us out and for writing an amazing book. Yes. Definitely. Could not be more thrilled with how that went. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and, good and, if, stuff. and if you didn't win, uh, you know, there'll be details uh, in the episode description and Facebook posts, uh, how to get the book. Uh, of course, you've got the internet. You can just Google it too. It'll be fine. Uh, you it'll can find fine. the book. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine, everybody. We'll be fine. We can get through this together. Uh, and, <laughs> and the book comes out in America on Amazon Prime uh, in mid-November. Uh, so we'll make sure to post again uh, when that comes out. Uh, but it's definitely a great book and we've all been enjoying reading it. It's been uh, it's really great. great. Yeah. It's very good. I, I, uh, uh, I couldn't be more effusive with my praise of this book. I think it, I think it's very good. Mm, how's that not, last chapter? I'm not blowing smoke. Oh, the last chapter, Ooh. my favorite by far. That's right. It's got some good yeah. characters. A lot of yeah. some new characters are introduced in that last chapter. Mm. They seem handsome, and I don't know. Is is this the chapter where we're we're mentioned? That's mm. right. Hey, <laughs> nice. They seem they all have six pack abs. That's right. Yeah, don't. Mm. Don't check. Do not, <laughs> not verify that. <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks again, everybody, uh, for listening. We've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye. Bye.